podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get on all on rates as low as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the store. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub. And start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Welcome along to the club. It is a Wednesday night. We come to Tuesday Park because we're never on a Tuesday anymore. Um, and at the end tonight, we're going to be talking about. We're only coming on Periscope for 20 minutes because you know what? To be fair, you get way too much of this shit for free. So we're only doing 20 minutes tonight. And if you want to hear what's going on, we're going to be on YouTube and we're going to be on the podcast, right? And so that's where you go. Listen, Gav, will you put the bleeding my earphones down? I'm sick of this already. This is an absolute shit show. This is why we're only doing 20 minutes because the professionality is a load of manure. Anyway, the club is brought to you in association with Reds Bet. And Reds Bet are a betting site tailor made for Liverpool supporters. Redbet aims to share half of net profits with Liverpool supporters. Definitely worth it. And fan causes. So no matter what, the fan ends up a winner. Check out the odds on redsbet.com or download the Redsbet app. Share the glory and gamble responsibly. And hopefully, Stephen may tell me later on that we do have some um, bets that will stick in the podcast. The podcast that you need to subscribe to as soon as possible. And also the YouTube site, which you need to subscribe to if you want to see all of the show, because you're not going to get it all on Periscope. So stick that in your lap. Anyway, good evening. tonight I've got Garrett Brains, the first time he's been in in a while. Hey, Gar. You're looking terrible, Gar. You can explain to what's going on in your life in a few minutes. Um, <laughs> beside him, we've got Ray Dicko Dickinson. All right. Good to have you in, Ray. And, uh, of course, Stephen Daly. Nice to have you on this side of the table. Because uh, your production skills are fucking atrocious. They were... That was the best produced show ever on fucking Sunday night. In fairness, it was absolute it, fact. It, it was the it was it was close to being the worst until Gav started <laughs> waving his earphones in front of the camera just not for true. two seconds. Not true. So, it was um, superb. The yeah, camera that, cuts where The camera cuts were unreal. The right. zooming in and I, 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 unreal. If if I had a bit more time to be here and I wasn't doing <laughs> the normal live stuff um, we would have had a fancy team to go into the next section which of course is the news roundup which is brand new um, and I just made it up before I came in so <laughs> I, said, I think that's that more so why we don't yeah, have a team yeah, tune yeah, to go no, into no I had it. a tune I was listening to it in the car and I said right I've got a tune let's, let's do how, this tune. here's a question why can we not play 50 Cent uh, the club as our team tune for the pod because of music rights yet we can play whatever song you had in your mind why just out of interest because yeah. I was going okay to make the song right. and then bring it in. Are you going to sing band? it? Yeah, Are you yeah. going to sing it for yeah. us? Nah, yeah, lovely. but like in beatboxing. <laughs> lovely. If you send anyway, it on to me, I'll make it for you and Gary. We're trying to figure out how we're going to get the random wheel of funny involved more because like, it is Give a fantastic piece of thing, right? So what this is now is 
to figure out what's going on in the news on Liverpool Way during the week, we put all the things that have happened and we'll pick one subject at random. Subject. 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 At random. A subject. A subject at random and um, we will discuss this random subject in the news. So let's go with the wheel. No slowing it down now. Okay. Right? It has to be fucking genuine. You're a ball bag. And then you just stop it on whatever you want. Yes. <laughs> The news broke today that supposedly we're in talks to sign Demarabi. Now, of course, this goes with one of the what goes along with all these signings that we're making. So it was Rabi. What's it? Uh, Are you okay, Rabio? <laughs> Are you alright, Rabio? Yeah. Direct. Yeah. Rabio Direct. Yeah. From PSG, but it is Rabio, and it is Demarabi now, the creative playmaking midfielder from Hoffenheim. Stephen, do you, would he fit the bill? Don't know. Do you know? No clue. Don't know much about him. No. No, okay, and it's right. all bollocks anyway. Right. I probably I, I know less than Steve. I would say. All right. It's not even about whether you know anything so about. Do you want to just make it up? No, but it's not about whether oh, you know on. anything. You said you don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, not I'm not coming back anyway. It's not like a list. Well, tell anyway. you what, while while it's done, the owner, you can have the transfer market there. Find out where he plays. I know. I'll find you four players that could be better. Parma players, and you can say that they're the ones that we should. They're the two. Just sign fucking Fecker. No, he's on the board. You can't. He's there. He's there. Look, we'll be talking about him in a second. No, sign him. Listen. You either play the game or else you get a penalty. Now, Garbrain, you're a coach. That's why you're wearing in your sports gear tonight. So, in fairness, do you know much about Demarabi? Because you, you do a bit of travelling around the Europe yeah, to watch the coaching sessions yeah, and stuff. Yeah, with Sam. Um, we're young for that. We've gone to Germany once, in fairness. Mm-hmm. But I think the Demarabi link is because he can play in a, a, a three or four different positions, as we all know Klopp loves that in a player. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's exactly why. Because here is it's two or three, but this lad can play. Mm-hmm. Anyway, midfield and obviously in the attacking too as well. So I'd say that's possibly why the link is quite strong at the moment. The France, right, right. It was there last year as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bit stronger this time around. The home yeah. France. So it's not that it's just the international weekend. There's not much to talk about. No, three people made it. Up. <laughs> three people made it. Up this made it up. Yeah, yeah. Only two people made it up last year. So <laughs> because I saw somebody else say that Rabio is definitely going to be starting the midfield when he signs in January. Definitely, <laughs> even though he's never coming. Like yeah, Fabinho. Yeah, yeah. Yep, Fabinho and Keita and Rabiot will be the midfield from January 1st. In fairness, that's a nice midfield, but that's neither here nor there. It's not going to happen. If they perform to their abilities. Um, Right, next goal. To be fair to Fabinho, he has to be given some game time. So on the transfer rater, which I'll bring in next week, I'm putting that at 53 (laughs) out of 1,000. No, slowing it down. See, it slows down very quickly itself. No. Moreno tapped. Now, that could mean anything, right? He's tapped for a long while. He's absolutely So, uh, allegedly, uh, Alberto Moreno is being eyed up by Barcelona, of all teams, wow. to come and sort out their left-back position. Yeah. Um, Stephen, do you think this would be a good sign-up for Barcelona? Actually, you know what? He's going to be a backup left-back for them. And with the amount of dominance they have in most matches, I don't think he'd actually be under as much pressure as he is in the Premiership. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, it makes sense. He's a homegrown player for them. Um, he's he's probably available at a reasonable price if we sign someone or if we have someone coming through because I don't see him breaking into the team. Yeah, I, I can understand it. And Barcelona have a, a history of signing slightly mad players. They signed fucking Thomas Vermaelen off Arsenal when he played two games in eight years or something mm-hmm. before he signed for them. So they do have a habit of picking up these players that they just see as a, a squad filler. Yeah. And the sort of fella that'll come in for Copa del Rey games and whatever else give give um they got rid of fucking Lucas Digna, didn't they, to to Everton. Yeah, so 
So they, know, they have probably. plenty of rotation possibilities yeah. throughout their season. Yeah. Obviously, they've got to prioritise the big La, uh, La Liga games and the Champions League games, and they play and plenty so of draws. The, they're so strong in attack that when yeah. they play the draws, yeah. they can put the likes of him in and give a, a proper a proper left back a, a rest. And uh, here on. comes Phil pretending no, to not be leaving the host seat, but actually leaving the host seat. No, no, <laughs> no. <that's laughs> yeah. Just keep talking away there. Yeah, no problem. What's that? Yeah, uh, yeah, they're definitely not going to see that. <laughs> you could have just said, "Gar, could you move your your yeah, microphone a little bit, please?" Distinct lack of trust there. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like him to to be a control freak in fairness. But not at all. Not at all. Yes, sir. In fairness, though, the intensity of Spanish league is not going to get caught out as much as as he is in the Premiership, where teams will push high, that they'll go in and behind them all the time. He'll get a bit more. It'll be a bit more relaxed for him. Yeah, I, I agree. Whereas in Premiership, he's like a dog with two Mickeys. He doesn't know where he's going left, right, or centre at times. Yeah. Um, it'd be much more relaxed. And he'd probably look a lot better. In, over probably will, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm devastated to hear that he's gone. I can't believe the club aren't going to hold on to him. His haircut well, is like outrageously good. No, he just keeps like Bobby, yeah, I, I, Bobby Firmino happy. I, I think we need to play it up <clears throat> because the likelihood is if we're not giving out about him going to Barcelona... There's that question. Hang on a second. This isn't like where we signed Suarez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not on to FIFA getting fucking petitions. They claim that this is a disgrace and you're tapping up for, for young. Yeah. Well, I'll tell so, you what uh, is happening. The old, you can see the, the Bobby Bobby tapping up. Oh, sorry. Let me yeah. just... So, yeah, so you know what's disgrace. <laughs> Firmino tapped. Yeah. Now, this one... I got off a good source in Spain before it even broke in the newspapers yesterday. Really? Because it was it was it was a, a news report, and that's how we got it. Um, but at the same time, we've been what what's what's been put out there on the Barcelona side is that oh, Barca have identified Firmino as a Suarez replacement, yeah, and that's right. who they plan to get. Now, what they haven't made clear yet is if they plan to get him go from in the winter time or next summer or is it the year after that or whatever it is. But he yeah. is heavily looked upon as the player to replace. There's no one going in the winter time. I can't see it. It's, not, it's, just, it's just not happening. I am, no. yeah. I am absolutely certain that we're not losing any player we don't want to lose this winter. It's, it's that simple. <laughs> Gav loves that show. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've no precedent for it. Like <laughs> what? Like last week? Yeah, don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. We're not losing <laughs> That we knew coinage. Listen, Coutinho, Coutinho <laughs> wanted out, and it was obvious for a year and a half he wanted out. Firmino has had Firmino hasn't given a single hint mm. that he wants away from the club. That's not saying he'll never leave the club, mm. but well, I'm saying can I, can he's I not put, even. In can the I put it to you? I actually put it to Ray. Right, as much as Stephen says that, did you see on Snapchat today that Coutinho was sitting beside Firmino was he, and yeah, giving God. it the big thumbs up? Oh my God! Two friends yeah. giving no, friends. And the reason why the, I'm blown away by this revelation. <laughs> I'm blown away by this. The reason why I say this is think about it. When you say think it about way. it. Firmino tapped up Allison in the summer. Yeah, because he was sitting on the plane and with Allison, and no, Firmino didn't go to the World Cup. Yeah, and but. So they, they sat beside each other in Burger Monaco were like, oh, don't take it. Monaco were doing a Moreno with Fabinho for fuck's sake. They're like, yeah. Yeah, oh, no, don't. Yeah, but, in, but, in March, but in March, Fabinho and, Mare- and, and, and Firmino had a, a McDonald's together. Yeah. <laughs> and they sat there and they gave a thumbs up with their two happy meals. Was, for me, was, was that meal in Blackpool? No. Well, then it's not real. It was, um, it was in Monte Carlo. Uh, what? Yeah. Did I have McDonald's in Monte Carlo? Yeah. Gar. A question one of the lads here put around um, what somebody said. Would would you take Suarez as part of a deal to, that saw Firmino go to Barcelona? No. No. 
pure fact he's, he hasn't got that intensity in his game that he had when he was with us at the time. No, I wouldn't. Be honest with you. Straight out now. I think that's a no. I think it's a no. <laughs> Would you take Messi as part of the game? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's on the wing. He's on the wing. He's on the wing. What age is Messi now? 21. Is he? Mm. And what age is Suarez? 31 as well? 29. He's probably slightly older than 31, isn't he? Is he? Mm. I thought, well, how long has he gone from us? Was he not 27, 28 when he left us? 27, was he? Yeah, I thought he was 27. If it wasn't happening this season, may as well just put it off. And come I back suppose he's gone six four years, years. He's gone four years. You forget that. Yeah. So, yeah, he probably is 31. Gone grand old lads. We have Harry Wilson. Yeah. Harry let, let Wilson. Yeah. Just let him go. Yeah. Why is Harry Wilson not on that board? Mainly because it's the, it's no the, it's the most name. overrated free kick I've ever seen in my life. And I don't mind the free kick. Is it's free kick for Derby against Man United was yeah, right. overrated. Would you like to come back in the round to us? Ray, we don't. Just uh, find, we don't. find out the age there. <laughs> <laughs> Still didn't manage to find so if, if you give a nod to the producer when he's not stuffing his face with a quarter, double, yeah, half, he'll come up pounder, with facts, he'll yeah. come up with the facts for us. Yeah. Twenty seven. job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's too clear. Uh, uh, all right. Um, okay. So we think that Firmino may go. Yes. No. Not, but not this summer. No, I don't think he's going this summer or next summer. Okay. Are they just making up his stories? No. Because there's, there's, there's no, a lot less uh, no, things to report on. This, 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 this is this Lad, is, this is, is it, classic it, unsettling. But surely these conversations have gone on forever and ever and ever. The one I really want to get onto. Lovren. Is allegedly a target for Barcelona. Two for the price of one. Is there, it would, that's what I'm going to ask you. If they wanted Moreno, would you Pack insist that Lovren had to go as well? Of course not. Or vice versa. Absolutely, him up. absolutely not. <laughs> no? Who are you going to have as his replacement? Matip. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> that's a solid idea. <laughs> that's like saying fucking get rid of Moreno and let's get Paul Koncheski back. You know what I mean? Harry Wilson. No, it's poxy. It's a poxy idea. Lovren is the third best centre half, or he's probably the second best centre half at the club over a period of time. Joe Gomez is having a, a great spell, but he's still very young. He could have a, a slump. It could take one bad game for him to have a to have a dip. And and same with Lovren, I get that, but he's still a very, very competent top end premiership defender and I wouldn't want him going anywhere okay that's all I want to do right that's rock and roll with the wheel of fun I hope we don't get something that we've already talked yeah, about you're, yeah, you're meant to wipe out the ones that we've already talked about <laughs> Milner <laughs> Milner Milner tapped by Barcelona <laughs> <laughs> Milner lads allegedly in the papers this week now um, Jay, Jamie Holm asked earlier on when we were doing the random topics is because I think he was mainly trying to get a reaction out of me or Paul Brennan is James Milner the best free signing we've ever had without question better than Gary McAllister for that one yes. season because he's been around for longer than one season mm-hmm. but McAllister won every trophy going except the Premier League yeah, and, and I think the Champions McAllister's League. age as well and France was the four years five years ahead doesn't matter. Like you, remember McAllister. Everybody lauds the impact of McAllister. Yeah, that, I know you don't like winning cups, right? Yeah. But in <laughs> fairness, it, it was success at the time, and it was a really, really, really good Shite. free transfer. Shite. No, it was. Second, no, Gary McAllister, Gary McAllister is the second best free transfer we've ever had. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> to be fair, look at the other ones we've had. They've yeah, been, been absolutely cap pissed. Yeah. Joe Cole. Oh my god. Fucking uh, what's his name? I'll keep on going. Well, Varane was a free, was he? Or the other? Yeah, he was. Yeah. And the other plonker up front. 
Um, Maxi Lopez was afraid of. Maxi Lopez was afraid. Uh, Maxi, Maxi Rodriguez, Rodriguez even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, Maxi Rodriguez was a show. Yari Litman was he a free? Yeah, but like that was that should have been our greatest free signing ever. Man, but what a waste. Ken, God, far back to Julio. Anyway, in my opinion, Milner without question our best free. I think I think Jamie's probably looking for an answer at me. Now I'll give you a fair answer, Jamie. I haven't watched everything that's panned out and looking at the way Milner has adapted to the way Klopp hasn't playing. I said it last night. I think that he's become elite level European in midfield for a fella who's at 33 years of age and he's putting in an, an incredible shift yeah. in the role that he's been asked to play in. And yeah, I, I, can, I, I can't think of a better free signing that we've had. And all the bollocks that went on about his wages and stuff. I didn't buy into the bollocks about the, the wages and stuff at the time. My issue was I didn't know where he was going to fit and he was never a centre midfielder. <coughs> in this Klopp midfield, he fits brilliantly in there. He brings an energy and uh, 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 an ability to play anywhere across that midfield, and I have no issues with him starting. And that, and that near whole season playing left back as well. Yeah, yeah. he was yeah, immense that yeah, season. Was, yeah. you know? So it's just it's just the professionalism and the diversity he gives you in the squad. But and it's it, also just him as a as a person around the squad. He has seen it all. He's been through it all, and and that has to rub rub off on a lot. Has of to. Be, I mean, I looks after th- himself, doesn't he? That's yeah, part of his. That's part of his ingredients of his of his success, and that's got to be rubbing off on the younger players. And leading on from that. <laughs> Milner and Froomey. Now, not that I'm hinting at anything here, but it, James Milner's had a miraculous recovery um, over the international break from a, a severed hamstring and uh, no groin muscles and an amputated leg. And he's fit to play this weekend. Now, that's a great thing for us. Do we think he might have gone for a weekend away in Manchester? Just up to the velodrome? <laughs> just, <laughs> just staying up in the hotel velodrome for a few days. I feel much better after that rest. Listen to some of his uh, former mates, you know, just sort of... I heard he dropped in to see Dr. Sal Butemar. I, <laughs> I am not for a moment suggesting. <laughs> um, no, listen, fair play. He's, he's, been, he's been absolutely excellent. And the sooner he's back, back the better for, mm. the, for the squad. So, And you know what? It, it's, it's probably not a bad thing that maybe uh, well I suppose it wasn't going to be a bad thing that Keita was probably going to get a couple of games mm-hmm. now with his injury and international break that probably fucks it up a little bit so yeah. the, the thing you would say about Milner is he's not he's not the player who down the years has been ravaged by injury no, so his no, body is, is in reasonable shape to make those recoveries from the injuries that he's picking up so yeah. you know he's to the best of my knowledge he's never got an injury like He's uh, not a Lallana like, like, or, or a Sturridge or, 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 yeah, like, or something that really yeah brought him down on level. Gigs, yeah. gigs he's the really lowest far percentage in Liverpool squad, isn't he? Does he? Live, yeah. <coughs> it's all skeleton. I believe it. Yeah, and it's the, all skeleton. It's all the jaw. best running stats in pre-season. It's all jaw. He has arguably the largest jaw. 17% jaw. I want to talk, actually, before we go... Body jaw index. The moustache he had at Leeds... It's not, not, there isn't enough spoken about that moustache. <laughs> he looked like a 29-year-old man from 1987. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was only 16 at the time. It's, it's immense. I wanted to bring back the tash for his last season. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Down by Yorkshire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Down by <Pat Farm. laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah. It's, it's, it's taken him about four hours to grow it, I reckon. And now, with back the then. The testosterone he has, the big fucking square-jawed fucker. Especially after his trip to Manchester. Tell you what, <laughs> what no no um, and then moving on from that then I suppose there was another question that came in from Jamie in the same thing which was VVD's impact 25 goals conceded in 37 games since he, since he signed is it all down to VVD or is it a combination of everything well, it, can't, it can't all be down to him well I, the, my counter argument to this is that when after we played Tottenham we didn't play 
we didn't play badly before Van Dijk signed. Yeah. And continue that form on since then. I think he's augmented the defence that had sorted out how to play defensively and he's improved it and he brings a solidity and a reassurance that wasn't there beforehand. And I think mentally he improves us purely because we're not afraid of having to defend now at this stage. Similar to the way Alisson and goal mentally improves us defensively. I think we'll get to see, won't we? Because he's going to be missing for the next six games. So we'll, 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 get, we'll get to see. We'll get to see. What do you say he's going to be what? Missing, missing for the, the next, next six games. Ray <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ray no. Dicko there. Ray has an inside line to the club uh, via Dr. Salbutma. <laughs> um, I, think, I think there's an element of what you're saying there in terms of the club had sorted out some issues. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely brings us up a level or mm-hmm. two without question. I think he adds a layer of confidence to the players around him. Yeah. Similar to the fact that the way Alisson has come in in goal and you can see that back four are more confident with him behind them. And that comes from the fullbacks maybe being a little bit less nervy because, let's be honest, Matip and Lovren both had a brain fart in them. Mm-hmm. They did. It's just a fact. And, and as well as Lovren has played since the turn of the year, let's, <coughs> give, let's give him credit. He's, he's been excellent since January. Um, and he came in against City and was he was superb against City as well. Um, but the fact is that, that they had that little bit of a brain fart in them. I think he eases all of that and everybody goes up a gear. If you look, stay when when Robertson first came into the side when he when he came in from Moreno, he was still a bit hesitant to go forward at times. And then obviously Van Dijk came, of course, mm. Christmas time, and Robertson went on, yeah, leaps and bounds, leaps and bounds, yeah. yards. Because obviously mentally, as you just said, he he was comfortable in his own mind. Like, I can go, I can t- make foray forward here all the time. Mm. And yeah. I know I'm going to have a lot of protection to, to the left side or one defensive midfielder will come in and cover me. Whereas mm. before he was, you know. Can I go? A lot of hesitancy, and, and that's what it is as well. It's, it's, you know, part of that comes down to Andy Robertson's impact yeah. as well in in terms of how he has progressed over the course of a season. First twelve or thirteen games, he wasn't really involved. He comes in, he settles in, and then he just—it's been a one-way yeah. trajectory since he's since he's come into the side. Um, Roy, lads, carrying on from there on the wheel of fun, the wheel of fortune, the wheel of spin, the wheel of. Despair. Um, I want to come back around to. Do we have him there? Where is it? Mane's finger bang. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, cierto, mamá? Ya. Quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, viste. El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets, tío. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Badges. Badges. See, great topic. Absolutely brilliant topic. What does it mean? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't write a B. I mean, I couldn't write a V. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Badgers. Gemma, when you want to speak What do you in? think about Badgers? <laughs> well, him's what type of Badger are you talking about? Strikes, I'm partial to some of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, Manga. Manga? Manga. <laughs> Mange. Mange. Mane's finger bang. Yes. Steve, suppose he was in an innocuous thumb break. Yeah. And then today we find out that he's had surgery on his thumb. Yes. Yeah. And then they're still saying, well, he might be ready for the weekend. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, 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 I haven't seen many people get surgery and be ready to play at the uh, weekend. 
It doesn't really matter, does it? It's a thumb. Well, you know what I mean? So, what be cast, be won't be he'll have it in a, he'll have it in a protective glove. Yeah. One of the, put, you ever see those wine bottles where they put it, <laughs> when they send your wine in the post, <laughs> they put it, in. In. it has multiple, like, air pockets, and he'll just slip his hand into one of them and they'll blow it up and he'll go around, like, like your man from Scary Movie. <laughs> Take my strong hand, child! And he'll just be running around the wing, call over the ball like this. <laughs> yeah. But that could not be used as a weapon. No, because it's really, really soft. So if you hit somebody, it'll just bounce <laughs> off them. It's grand. Right, and, and back in the world of reality, um, do you reckon that after having a sword in your hand three o'clock on of a Wednesday and be able to play on half five on a Sunday, Saturday? Um, I'd say in Mane's case, he probably will, yeah. I mean, the opposition, Huddersfield, he probably doesn't need to be. Three players no. have ever missed a Premier League match due to a broken bone in their hand. But he said surgery. Keepers. But he said surgery. So what? What does surgery mean? It yeah, just means they fucking fix the bone. It's probably. How do you know he didn't get it done with local serious. anesthetic? Well, he would have had to get it done local. Looks didn't do it like remotely or something like that. No, <laughs> as in general anesthetic. A blow dart. He wasn't knocked out. He wasn't knocked out. Senegal to Liverpool. I wouldn't think he'd ever get. Anyway, um, what is badges? Well. What is badges? Are these things that put, you put on your clothes? You remember Wait, back in the 80s? No, I don't put them on. I was just oh, filling badges. in space. We run out of topics. Not badges. No, it's no. badges. Yeah, yeah. badges. Okay. And not to be confused with... So do we, all think, like do we all think Mane plays at the weekend? Well, but that's what I asked. Yes. Ray thinks he does. Yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. I don't think he does. Right. I think if you're going into this Huddersfield game, you've got Storage who's just been named player of the month, you've got Shakiri who's itching for a game. And there was something else I wanted to bring on to this as well, that for the first time over that international break, Shakiri has started, not saying that he was unhappy or whatever, but saying that he's finding it difficult about his position in the team and stuff like this. So it's, it's that, you know, that, that sort of forced emanations that maybe I'm not too happy about sitting on the bench all the time um, and I want to get playing games. Now, this is, is, is the Huddersfield match not an ideal game? For playing Shakiri yeah. for storage, that type of stuff, and having the like, if Salah is carrying a knock, a man has just had surgery on his hand. Is this not the game where you rest them and you say you put them on the bench? If things are going cataclysmically wrong, you bring can bring them on. If not, the lads are doing the job and they're doing the job that you've got them for in in um, a squad game. I think it depends on what our midfield is yeah. and who we have available. How many changes you make up front and how much you rush. Let's not call it rushing, but let's how much you maybe risk that front three. Um, so we don't know with Salah how bad his muscle strain is. He came back, the medical team seemed to think he's actually grand. Good chance one of Mane or Salah could be rested this weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I prefer then, to rest Salah if Salah's you know got an injury <coughs> as well. I prefer yeah. to be rested. I think, Salah I think he needs it physically and mentally, though. Yeah, and, and a muscle injury is yeah. more likely to be tweaked yeah. than his hand injury, you know what I mean. If you're a sneaky centre half, you're going to try and get at Mane's mm. hand, but that's okay. He has to manage that himself. Yeah, just tuck it under his jumper. Tuck it under. Look at Napoleon. Get the Napoleon jersey. You know when he used to pretend he had an amputation, <laughs> he just put his arm in like that. Oh, like that look! Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long sleeve. Yeah. He'd be like, "Fucking hell! His thumb must have been bad. He got his arm cut off." <laughs> Well, right, I got back to my point. Is this not the game that you played 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 your lads in? Yeah, you do. I mean, you do give some of the some of the fringe players an opportunity. I think you know Shakiri's an obvious one. I think prop, you know, he's probably wondering what he's got to do to get into the side. Mm. If he's not if he's not selected on either Saturday or for the Red Star game, then he will start to really wonder what's going on. Mm. I mean, he's probably you know him <clears throat> him being frustrated was probably um, exacerbated by the fact that. 
he, he, the one game he did sort of start and look decent, he gets yanked off, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, half-time. Yeah, half-time. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky. Yanked off, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what happens when you have a good half, lucky man. Someone would say that man was a great the half. Man of the half. <laughs> the man of the half award. Imagine if that free kick would have gone in. Uh, yeah. It would have been... Uh, but in a good 45, I look at yeah. <laughs> Blown off a half-time. So, he, yeah, he's an obvious one. Obviously, it would have been nice maybe for Kay to, to get another start, but obviously, he's he's gone and picked up an injury now. Yeah, that's one um, I'd the, the I'd like to see Fabino come in. Yeah. I would, yeah. yeah. I okay, think it's a good opportunity to put him in and, and allow two players to go and play a little bit further forward. Gar, can I ask you, though, like, on that, we've got, we've got Milner magically fit again. We've Henderson and we've Vinaldum, right? Going back to Stephen's point, if, you ha- if, you, if, if you're looking at the injuries to Salah and Mane and you change two up top, there's actually no onus on you to change anything in that midfield, is there? No way. Just change the two up top, bring storage in, bring Shakiri in. Mm. In fairness, as Ray said, Shakiri's had an impact in nearly every game he's come yeah. in. I know the last yeah. game he obviously got yanked off, first half, jammy gear. <laughs> <laughs> but in fairness, he, he hits the free kick that we score from. Mm. He, he's had an impact in every game he's played, whether he's come on, he, he's, he's lit up the pitch a bit, you know, he's given us something different. So, yeah, start him. Why yeah. not? Yeah. I know, listen, I know, got, I know Sturridge got player of the month. Personally, I wouldn't start him because no, yeah, that, means, that means you have to move Firmino out wide. Mm. And Firmino is never as effective out wide as when he's through the centre. So, you know, if Firmino's fit, like for me, Daniel Sturridge is the replacement for Bobby Firmino. If Firmino's fit, you play him. And if at 75 minutes or 70 minutes you want to give Sturridge 20 minutes at the yeah. end, fine. But that's, that has to be his role this season. Is why to, to put Sturridge into the team, you're actually changing two positions. Because you're making, like what you do with Lalana if you put him out wide in that three, you do the same thing with Firmino. I'm not saying he's not capable of operating out there, but you lose a lot of what he's really, really good mm-hmm. at for us. And that's dragging centre-halves around and making space for those wide players. So in for me, day, though, in, in the game Sturridge has played, he has started to drop a lot deeper and, and link up the midfield. Obviously, the, the goal against Chelsea pr- pr- proves that. He, he drops deep. The two wide lads come in, come in central and sort of pull them pull them out of shape a bit at the back Chelsea at the time. In France, in the games he has played, he's worked as a, and he's trying to be different. Oh, he's, so defi- he's definitely no, no, like, I, I transformed his game. I get that, I get that and, and I've no problem with him. Like if Firmino had picked up a knock, I'd be saying right now, yeah. rest Firmino and play Sturridge. I don't see the point in moving Firmino out to accommodate Sturridge to come yeah. in when you can just bring Shakiri in. Because I don't think I don't think Mane and Salah sit on the bench this weekend. No, That's wait, just one, my personal opinion. Yeah. I think yeah. one does. And therefore it's just you keep two of your three. Why, why you know you want to keep as much of the chemistry there as possible. So you you keep two of your front three, bring in Shakiri for me into one of the wide positions. And for me I would leave Milner out as well. I would say, listen, you're just back, but why risk him? You know, because then he could be out for another yeah. month if he I has think, come back. I think, I think also you're managing what you're managing now is three games in, isn't it? Yeah. in a week. Yeah. So and we're you, forgetting you, about you, Adam Lallana. You're, well. pl- you're planning for Huddersfield, Red Star, Cardiff. Three three games which are probably easier games than any of the first yeah. set of games that we had. Yeah. Maybe maybe West Ham to one side, given how poor they were on on the first day. But they but should have been three. Yeah, 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 and they have been since. But they're three. Easily winnable games on paper with three or four fringe players coming yeah. in. Yeah, like, uh, I, would, I would like to, and we're forgetting about Adam Lallana back back fit again. No, and this is what I want to ask. Right, we're, we're talking about this is a team that's going to Huddersfield. Huddersfield are likely to come at us. 
the Wagner yeah, side haven't sat back to try to defend. Like they're not going to try to follow this pattern of mm. just sitting in tight and not allowing space in behind them, and then trying to catch us at the wings. They might try to attack us down the flanks and try to exploit that space that Chelsea and Napoli did. But outside of that, I don't I don't see that much more happening. But they will give us opportunities. They will try to come and play football, and they will allow us to go and, and attack them. Right. So in that, do we need a midfield of Henderson, Wijnaldum, and Milner? Is, is does it not make sense in this game to play one of Wijnaldum or Henderson sitting and and start Lallana? Like this is the game. This is the game that you play Kaiser because you want his attack and threat. You want his creativity. You want his ability to move the ball through midfield. I, I think <coughs> Wijnaldum can probably give you that if you push him on a little bit further. He did it for Holland. Good goal, you're yeah. Holland. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. A great game. So, so yet again, I, I'm banging the Fabinho drum. We have to get him into the side to see what he's about. We can't be constantly talking about, oh, he's not fit in and he's not this, he's not that. If we're saying that this is a prime game to give Shakiri a game, Fabinho has been fit and and around the squad as long as Shakiri has. Yeah, he's had less minutes, but these are the sort of games. I'd be looking at giving him 60 minutes against Red Star. I'd be looking at giving him 60, 70 minutes against Huddersfield. And okay, if you want to drop him out then against Cardiff, which is going to be a bit of a slog, and you want maybe, as you say, those. I think we're going to need players to unlock Cardiff more than we will uh, Huddersfield at the yeah, weekend. Of the way this so, so that's where I wouldn't play Fabinho. I wouldn't mm. have Fabinho, Henderson and Genie in, in that in that uh, midfield against Cardiff. I think it's probably a little bit too static and not dynamic enough. Mm. That's maybe where you get your 30, 40 minutes into Lalana against Red Star and yeah. then give him 60 minutes yeah. against Cardiff and see does he have the ability to pick out little pockets. Mm. That's just my thinking. I'm sure what do I know? But he's raring to go, Lallana, and that's obviously a positive for the squad. And this, you know, if if we if we're talking about Cater potentially with an injury, Salah, uh, Mane, nursing injuries, it's a good time to be getting Lallana back. So it's just you just got to pray that he doesn't pick up anything else. Because if he if he if he does, you know, if he picks anything else up now. That takes him out of the equation for another two to three months. It puts him in the Daniel Sturridge camp of a couple of years ago, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, completely. Yeah. Where fans are just going off. He's finished. Christ's sake, he can't. Yeah. Yeah, he's done. His he's body's What's the point? In. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, and that's not what we want. Um, this is a player who was contending for player of the season, the season before last. A couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. And last Do season was really badly managed by the club, and they've admitted that. So... Hopefully this is the season where he gets it back on track. Mm. Sorry, to, be, to be fair, I think it was Dave Thomas said last year, and he may have called it, was that it seems that the team has gone past Adam Lallana. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, of the injury situation. Yeah. He's yeah. progressed so quickly and moved on so fast yeah. that he's going the wrong way. He's, yeah. he's heading towards 30 now at this stage. He's had so many injuries. Can he get back to the level that he was at? Which and That's a big I question. I find it very hard. I think he's part of our... I think we've got kind of almost... As we've seen in the um, Carabao Cup, we've almost got two two elevens now. Yeah. And he's most definitely part of that second eleven. I can't see him uh, getting back to a point where he's going to be in that first eleven. I think that's just the situation. But he's a nice option to have when we have these runner games coming up. When you've got some of the lesser lights from yeah, the, from the, from the Premier I, I would, League, I would disagree. I, t- I think he has an excellent chance of getting back into that midfield if James Milner can go from a player that most people have written off to, you know, when, when Lalana isn't injured, he has that level of energy. He has that level of stamina. He suits that clock midfield down to the ground because his ability to press and his ability to work the ball in tight spaces is probably better than 
most people in our squad. It's usually the one stay that, that presses from deep and then the front three will, will jump on any, any second ball. Any so mistake. He, he instigates And, and he's it. the one over anyone in that area at the moment that, that has always done that for Klopp, obviously, Absol- until absolutely. he was injured. So it does, as you say, he, he generally, if you're going to play that sort of player, to, to open up little spaces up there for the front three, you, you throw them straight in. Yeah, absolutely. And, and listen, we, we talk about Klopp being loyal to players. Klopp is hugely loyal to Lallana because he took the hit, and I've said this before, he came out and said he was at fault for rushing Lallana back yeah. last season and was directly responsible for Lallana breaking down again. He is going to give that bloke every chance to get back into the side. Yeah, I think first know. and foremost, his body has to hold up. <laughs> Absolutely, hundred percent to the yeah. strain of what's what's coming his way through the winter months as well. A lot of games coming thick and fast, so I guess it'll be interesting to see whether he can how get go- back to the level. How he's good is it to be of. in this position? You know that we're talking it's like about a new signing. Yeah, but it's it's not even. Just <laughs> <laughs> Um, just say it. But it's not even him. Ah, oh, don't. <laughs> and it is like a new signer. Um, have we missed anything on this? We haven't. Yeah, we've missed loads because there's 14 of them when we talked about. Well, but we've Eminem there. Why aren't we talking about Eminem? That was Demer Abbey. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Darren Fekir. We didn't talk about Memphis. We didn't talk about Memphis. We didn't talk about Memphis. And what about hats? Half scars and badges, um, or badgers. Half scars and badgers. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving along. Look, I want to ask the we we um, look. We've sort of wandered into the Huddersfield conversation yeah. through the discussion of the players and the fitness parts. The mm-hmm. one that we haven't talked about is we we talked about Van Dijk's impact, but he seems to be carrying an injury into the ribs. At some point, do you look to rest him in games so that you don't lose him for a longer period in the, over the course of the season? Like to be fair. Ronald Koeman is a red, and he didn't have <laughs> to. Re- it now. No, he didn't have to release him from the Holland squad, and he sent him back to prevent the yeah. injury being further aggravated. So, like, fair play to him. We know, like, he used to put the red on his Christmas tree. He played him though, didn't he? Played him in he the first match, match and then sent him back to the Anfield yeah, yeah, They had yeah. a friendly in the second yeah. game, yeah. didn't they? So he didn't play him in the friendly. He played him in the. I love that game. Christmas tree thing though. Yeah. Sent the Evertonians absolutely Mental. mad. How dare they? How dare they have something red on a Christmas tree? That's a fucking red M and M because they bag daily. <laughs> Imagine thinking to yourself, it's perfectly normal to give out about red Christmas well, decorations. Now that we mention that, right, I'm sitting beside a man who's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd, my, like, I'd be on the other side of the fence there. My, 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 my mother will not entertain anything blue. What? Yeah. <laughs> Just the fact. She told me. Absolutely she told me before fact. the. She told me before the city game that if she buys a thing of toothbrushes and there's a blue toothbrush in it, she either won't buy the pack or she fucks the br- to- blue toothbrush straight in the bin when she gets. How it. did she buy toothpaste during the eighties? Because well, it was the red white uh, blue strips. <laughs> yeah, is that what she, she used to do? No, we just had plain white. She used to get the kitchen table. Soap. Yeah, she used to get the aqua fresh and a Blade, and she took out the blue side of the of the toothpaste. <laughs> the toothpaste is loaded with the Stanley blades. Yeah. It came out the blue, yeah. just dropped off. Just there you go, red white. That's bin. it. You, you that's did, mental. That's it. That, that is pretty. Because I think that conversation, that conversation started off by I think someone saying that the, the, 
they had a kid in the pub. No, or it was something. me. It was, was me. It? Yeah, I used yeah, to. Yeah. I used to go to the Goodison. Yeah. I used to go to the Derby in Goodison because two of my mates are Everton fans, and it was just easier to get tickets for that. So they'd pick them up, and I'd go over with them. And uh, we used to go. I, I, it's not the Chepstow. I can't think of the. the can't think of the name of the fucking pub that we used to go before before the game, and it was filled with Everton fans. And uh, there was this little kid, and Dad used to bring her in, and she used to get a bag of Skittles every, every before every game that I was ever there for. She'd always be fucking milling Skittles. She'd be wired, but she'd take the Skittles, pour them all out, get all the red ones, and just fuck them in the bin. And I and like I even said to her, listen, I'll eat the red ones. And she was like, no, just put them in the bin. Just, and then she'd go back to just eating her Skittles, no bother, because there was no red ones in there. And you've never seen a dad look more proud in his life than that blue was when she was fucking so those red Skittles in the bin. did M&M's and Smarties bring out blue Smarties and blue M&M's specifically then for the Evertonians? Quite possibly, Quite yeah. Because they do feel... Chelsea they fans, do feel, City uh, fans, City yeah. fans, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's mm, that's absolutely... That's, the level it of happens, madness that's yeah. going on there. That's football fandom for you, isn't it? These cheese cousins, it right? is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Evertonians are a bunch of cheese cousins. I know, in fairness, right? Your man's a cheese cousin as well. Um, <laughs> I don't know which way to say that. <laughs> His mother's a lovely lady <laughs> who doesn't have anything blue whatsoever no, in the house. No, no. So, can I ask you something? Yeah. Do you know what you get married? And yeah. Something old, something new, something borrowed. Oh, something she red. She <laughs> 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 yeah, she wouldn't have had something blue. Yeah. <laughs> It's like something old, something dead, something borrowed, something red. <laughs> is, that, is, is that has that been all the way? Yeah, that all the way. Just, yeah, that isn't just recently. No, all the way. Her dad was a, her dad was a blue and and tormented her all the way through a childhood about football and whatnot. Yeah, so it's it's quite it runs quite deep. The whole and what you're saying is she's fucking psychologically scarred by her <laughs> old man. By that whole. going to watch the Smurfs right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can imagine all the Liverpool fans just refusing to watch the Smurfs. Not a fucking chance, man! No! Imagine, imagine it on black and white television. They're on the contrast. Try to change. I'm fucking watching on black and white. I don't give a bollocks. Turn, turn a pebble. Turn a pebble. Half the sales in Liverpool. You imagine in the club in Liverpool in fucking 1997. Eiffel yeah. comes on, all the Reds are just... <laughs> not fucking dancing to that shit. <laughs> Fuck off! Fuck off! I'm not a blue. Fuck off! I I I, I can't. I, yeah, I don't well, understand. There you, go. there you go. Listen, uh, people from Dublin are fucking nuts as well. So let's not go throwing stones too far now. No, no. But see, uh, again, weirdos. I suppose for Dub- like for Liverpool, Dublin fans, Gaff fans, they'd struggle with that one because they're wearing blue during the summertime and red mm. during well, the winter. Mm. Yeah. Dublin Gaff fans are a different breed to themselves, anyway. No, to be honest Shane, with you. Shane, Shane is yeah, a th- example, that's right? a prime example. Damo, Damo, Damo. Absolute classic thing. The only Trump follower in Europe. <laughs> him and him and Nigel Farage. The only two. Damo Flood. Do what? I'm on board with Trump. Are you? Yeah, because they voted for him. So fuck him. <laughs> oh, yeah, that doesn't mean you're on board with him. You're just on board for oh, them yeah. getting what they deserve. Oh, no, I am. I'm on board. He's fucking great. He's a great crack. As I said, he's great crack from afar, but he is <laughs> <Yeah>. single-handedly <laughs> the most dangerous human to have ever walked and the earth. Yeah. They've all had the fucking red button that just talked about. No. Not one of them has hit it. No, yeah, well, just press it. It was a blue button. He's probably an Everton <laughs> fan. <laughs> not touching that. Not touching that. Change the button. Change the button. Commies. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we before we got that guy? Before we got 
mocking Ray Huddersfield's family. We'll, 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 we'll come back to Huddersfield. Actually, while, while we're talking about um, empty stadiums uh, and everything, right? Yeah. I suppose the, what has come up in conversation this week, Peter Moore did an interview and he said that the club are considering uh, expansion plan, further expansion plans for Anfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, they're talking about the Anfield Road extension, yeah, yeah. which seems to be the, the logical obvious. next step yeah. in in the ground redevelopment itself. And they said the, there's going to be a long study into what it goes on. Now, unlike previous owners, um, Hicks and Gillette and Moores and when Moores and Perry were there, etc. Um, I think there's a level of faith that we have in FSG that if they are looking into a feasibility study, they will do it if it's right for the club. Yeah, and it makes financial and commercial sense. I think, right, and like you are a season ticket holder, and I suppose yeah. there's no there's no cure to this. One of the things that has been noticeable this year is that there has been empty seats in Anfield, even though the games are technically sellouts. Yeah, right. You can see it's a sellout because the all the tickets have been sold for the game. Yeah. yet all the seats aren't taken up. There is no perfect answer for this, is there? Like, there's mention of buyback schemes and stuff like this, but. No, I think I think part of the reason why they don't they don't necessarily succeed the buyback schemes and all that sort of stuff is the club don't actually give you they actually give you a, a less of a value for that for that ticket. Like it's not, but in my opinion, it's not a very well run scheme. You don't get um, face value for your ticket when you sell it back, so you feel a little bit hard done by in some ways. Yeah. So you you you're less likely to go online and, and do all that. Now I have done it on occasions because Definitely circumstances, coming, yeah. weather and all that sort of stuff have, have come into play last season. But but I think I think inevitably you'll always you'll always see random seats knocking around. I, I, I There'll always I be people that just they don't make, make the game. Yeah, yeah. Like there's two things there. So I have a question and a suggestion. Um I suppose the question is, you don't pay face value for your ticket yeah, over the enough. cost of... Yeah, because the, it's divided so, over. Exactly. So yeah, you, take, yeah, yeah. you take, say there's 40 games just for yeah. ease of use, and yeah. there's, there's it's 800 quid for a ticket. Yeah. You're you're paying 20 quid a game. Yeah. Right? Okay, I'm just using that as, as a figure. So, so and, and if face value is actually 40 quid, why would the club give you 20 quid? It would make sense to buy a season ticket and sell every game back. At, at a hundred percent profit. Yeah. So, so the club shouldn't be giving you face value. What they should be giving you is the value of whatever one game out of that category Obviously. is worth to you, and, and then selling it to fans at face value. Yeah. I you think the I mean? other so the club th- actually benefit if season ticket holders aren't going. I think the other aspect as well, from a user experience point of view, is that when you actually do go and submit your ticket back into the club, you've you've no visibility then. So my experience was that. You go in, you submit, you say you want you want to sell that back to the club. You you actually have to get back. You actually have to ring the club and ask them, did that ticket sell? And you have to go through that hassle. There's no visibility it's, online it's, it's, to say that that ticket resold. It's such and an easy thing to sell, do. If, from, if, yeah, exactly. If, if they yeah. had a system whereby you had, a, as a season ticket holder, you had an app and you were in there and all your games were marked yeah. out and you went. Up till nine o'clock on match day. Yeah, that that was you know you have till nine a.m. on match day yeah. to to sell back that ticket to yeah. the club. And if you haven't, that's your own problem. Yeah. Okay, you lose out then at that point. But if you sell your ticket back by nine a.m. on match day from half ten or whatever time, and think it's about half ten, eleven o'clock, ticket office opens. Yeah, systems grounds, systems yeah. are instantaneous. I know. Uh, 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 they have, yeah. but they haven't yeah. invested a in high, that, in yeah, that back end. A high volume system. transaction processing system would have that done in. 
15, 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah. From you saying, I don't want it anymore, to it now reappearing as an available ticket that gets printed out, your fan card or your season ticket becomes inactive for that game. Yeah. And it becomes a printed ticket that's sold out at the box office on the morning of the game. Yeah. And the club could have a little thing online that says, as of 10 a.m. this morning, there are 532 yeah. tickets available from the box office. Yeah. yeah. Like it's... You In fact, Peter, if you're watching, I'm available <laughs> for consultancy. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have to restrict it to box office. You could, you could open sell it, in fairness. Now, when now you, open, you, sell you know, put, put it onto, not a ticket master, etc. You know, put it onto Liverpool's website. And, and have it openly sold. You wouldn't have to do it through the box office. Give more I know access what you're saying. To I know what you're just saying. give a bit more access to people. Now, uh, obviously, there's touting, etc. Obviously, well, that complaint to... But no, the, you know, listen, let, let's, not, let's, not call, let's not pretend anything. Touting openly happens at that box office yeah. every week that yeah. there's yeah. tickets well, available because I've watched mm. it. Yeah. And I used to, I don't see it as much now because I normally have my tickets, but I used to go over quite a lot. I'd go over 10, 12 times in a season. And a lot of the time I'd be buying off a tout or I'd be hoping to pick up a ticket. It's always from. that shop side. Absolutely. It's, it's yeah. the cop side. Yeah. It was the yeah. old cop side. When, yeah. And the stewards, and I'm saying it out straight, the head stewards would be standing there. They'd be like, all right, Paul. And fucking Paul had come in in his North Face jacket yeah. and buy his four tickets or whatever else he could get his hands on. And 20 minutes later, Paul was down the fucking road selling it to you outside the Albert. Yeah. And for whatever amount of money. And the stewards knew it was going on. The club knew it was going on. And it's their responsibility to actually step in and it's the steward's responsibility to say hang on a second you're not buying that to come along sorry don't you know what i mean and 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 that comes down to and they know who they are and to pretend they don't is ridiculous you know you're not a head steward or a steward at liverpool for 15 years to not know the same 30 or 40 lads who are outside hawking tickets every second week you know so i know and i think like as a as as someone who's got got a season ticket and had a season ticket for a few years now if you can't go to the game and you decide to sell that ticket back to the club what you want to know is you want to know that someone else is, go- is getting yeah, a go. The last thing yeah. I wanted was to was to think that them seats are just empty and no yeah. one's going to that game. And when, to not know when, until when, after the game. And not whether, knowing yeah. exactly, not right, knowing until afterwards was, was a bit of a nightmare. The, the, the other side of it is part of the solution has to also facilitate se- season ticket holders to be able to let friends and family go to the games yeah, on the season ticket, ticket right? Yeah. Because ultimately... You're not going to be ma- able to make all the games. Yeah. You, within your own social circle, you're yeah. going to have people who want That's to take it. those tickets. Yeah. And by if you try to route all resales, you're going to have your black market because people are just going to say, well, no, I don't, like, why would I do that? Because it's not going to guarantee... Again, all the time. I know, but it's not going to guarantee me mate getting into the game where I know I can't go and I'm offering him the ticket because I want him to go, and yeah. which is perfectly normal because I know he's going he's to go, he's going to pay for his value, whatever yeah. it is, and this guarantees him into the match and, and the seats that I, I normally have. So... It's not easy, but any solution that the club wants to implement for this type of thing so that they can continue to have all those seats filled in the ground needs to encompass something like this. So I'll take it back to the original bit was that they are looking at the feasibility of extending the Anfield Road end. I think Mm. I remember from when we did this originally, I think it'll take the capacity up to, was it 60,000, I think it was? Well, we're at about 54. Uh, yeah, I thought it was bringing it up by about yeah, eight. I thought yeah. it was bringing it up to about sixty-two. I could be wrong on that. I thought I it was think it was just around. The, it was sixty, sixty-one. It wasn't. Right, okay. It wasn't that far into the sixties because I think they said you'd have to start then redeveloping the cop to bring it any higher. It needs to be yeah. done badly though. Yeah. That well, end, th- like I was so actually bad. having a listen. The typical. I was having a conversation with a cabbie, but he wasn't a cabbie. It was it was the fella picking <laughs> us up. We went. We flew into Manchester for the for the city game and so got. He a, wasn't a cabbie. He was just driving a cab. No, it wasn't a cab. It was actually a, a taxi. It was a it was a car pickup service. <laughs> 
And then a ring of butler with tea. It was actually pick you up in the air. It was actually a lovely. It was actually a lovely new Jaguar XF. If you was it? Yeah, it was. Yes. But and it was only forty. It was only forty-two quid. Very good value. But anyway. But anyway. Um, he was saying that he had listen, same old shite and it could be absolute bollocks but he said to me that he'd had a couple of people that he'd been talking to from the council and apparently there is it was always believed that there was a problem with extending the cop whereby it would come out onto, onto road. the main road yeah. is, that, is that still the Walton Breck? Yeah, yeah it is it the Walton is, Breck yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So the worry was that it would affect it but apparently there is enough room there to to do the work to extend and bring it out by whatever amount of thousand seats would need to be done and still not affect the main road. Mm. It would just, it would obviously affect where they've put in the new bar and stuff like that now, which actually is quite cool. I only saw it at the West Ham game. It's it's a nice little touch they have there. But um, but yeah, that's that's the story. I think I've got. I think um, in terms of the capacity, once you go beyond a certain threshold, then there's all kinds of other things that come into yeah. play. Transport the main one. Yeah. So so the. Yeah, so they have they have to invest in the transport links and whatnot. So basically, so what it is is if it goes over sixty, you're talking railway lines and you're talking all sorts of stuff that have to yeah. be in a certain radius of the ground. Yeah, and uh, that's why they were looking at a rail line. I think. Well, there is a ra- there's yeah, a, there is a rail line within walking distance. Yeah. It's only used for freight at the moment, but that's the feasibility studies on that would have to be done if they went over a certain oh, threshold. It's a, it's a pity, isn't it? And and listen, people from from the immediate area might not agree, but isn't it a pity that even Everton couldn't ground share with us for <laughs> two or no, seriously, two years and and improve, wouldn't pay the rent. Improve, That's yeah, how they got fucked out in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. true, but what I imagine the blue but, in Anfield. But, yeah. but, 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 but what I'm saying, no, what I'm saying is for the for the greater area. If you think of how bad that Anfield area was for a long time in terms of just had been underutilized and, and underdeveloped um, and we all remember going to matches where all the houses around it were just mm-hmm. dilapidated and, and now you go there and it's a it's a very different match day experience Absolutely, all yeah. around by that new club shop and, and yeah. where they have that even down zone. to the roads just yeah. in the you know the houses the, the houses people are still there are taking more care of them correct, because they're yeah, not being, a lot more because pride. they're not all bricked up either side of them yeah, yeah. so what I'm saying is if you were able to put in a, a situation where even if they didn't come to us even if they went to a different ground and redeveloped Goodison it would be much better for that general area to be able to get the rail links into service two sets of fans so every week it's utilised rather than every second week same with transport links you, the, the, you'd have a much easier chance of persuading the council to invest the money into that area if you have two clubs benefiting I, I, from it rather I, I, I than I get one. you but I think because everything they're moving to an imaginary stadium that's yeah. not this is my point anymore. you know what I mean there's it's not going to happen the other, the other side of it is that goes back to the capacity bit. Yeah. In reality, that's why FSG are just looking at if they if they redevelop the Anfield Road end and it takes it to fifty eight, fifty nine thousand. Yeah. They don't run into the issues of the transport. Yeah. Mm. And they probably say to themselves, we're at a sweet spot in terms of knowing that we can sell enough season tickets to mm. ensure that we have a sellout every week, mm. and we still have this sort of core that are coming to it, but it doesn't. It's never going to address all the issues that are sitting there about ticket prices and access to the stadium for no. locals and all that type of stuff, right? And some kind of dynamic uh, ticketing platform of yeah, some yeah. sort. But that's that the key, you know, isn't it? And that is such a simple web solution. It really is. Like sell them. I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm just going to head off. <laughs> 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 a few things to put together. As soon as we get off here, yeah. we'll start coding. Right, okay. All right.
We can't code the website, but we can code Come an app. pod next week and we'll be here with beards like yeah. Castaway. We're nearly finished. One zero zero one one zero one one zero zero one one one. Finally, my friend. Um, but the technology's out there, isn't it? You know, yeah, in America, in America, there, well, yeah, I don't. Know, do they even have it over here? They have in America. They have StubHub, so you can go on and resell your tickets, and you can. You've got a selection of where you go, and you, you can see. Right over here. And Government it's just arrested the ticket. That was, for stud, that was stud hub. You was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah that, was, <laughs> that was a gay dating site. <laughs> so, so <laughs> uh, the sooner they invest in it, the better, because I think it will solve quite a few problems, really. Right. That's a, a, yeah. I think it's right. Anyway, back to the Huddersfield game because I do want to yeah. wrap up um, on, on this week's pod. Gar, I'll come back to yourself. Right. The defence we talked about. Van Dijk obviously starts for you. Um, any concerns you have going into this game based on, on what well, just the front three feel the way they've sort of been misfiring a lot this season mm. and it seems to be a thing with Liverpool where the keeper goes wrong and the front three are flying or the forwards are flying or the midfield's not doing well and you know it seems to be a different component year on year that something mm. goes a bit faulty last year being the keeper obviously in the Champions League final and this year it started off being the forwards. Now, in fairness, they have got a couple of goals, but they haven't been, you know, that light in attack like last year. Yeah. And that's my worry. But as as we've just spoken about, you change one of them and you know put a bit a bit of different di- dynamic into it. And I think this is the game where you know we, we can start forwarding again up front. Hmm. These aren't these aren't great field by by all means, like you know. But will you know if it's Huddersfield, Brighton, or some other random team that came up from the Championship when we played them at the weekend? Because they all wear blue white stripes and they all look the same. It's just it's <laughs> Pascal Gross play for them. Could be, well, yeah. Pascal, Pascal Gross, yeah, he plays it's it's just a set pieces. Colchester way. <laughs> just it's any random team in blue and white. What it is? Brighton, Hove Albion, they're all the same. Yeah, literally. Stephen, do you know how we were even playing? Yeah. Huddersfield. Yeah. Yeah. Every time we think of Huddersfield, I just think of Hull. I don't know why. It's just it's just because <laughs> it's starts on the way. Yeah. It's because you have a limited mental capacity and <laughs> you don't actually have the ability to process much information. No, I'll just get bored after the first two letters. Just so it's just a And then it's much easier for you to just have four letters in the word. Yeah. yeah. I get you. I get yeah. you. Yeah. Black and yellow. Back onto the red zone. Not blue zone. No. How do the Evertonians watch the NFL? Not watching that. Fucking shite. Fucking shite. Big you fucking sell a tape on a television screen. They've never ever seen. Everton fans have never seen the player cam on Sky Sports ever. There's no red button, they've ripped it out. Just a hole in the road. There's a blue button. Say it's shite anyway. They had the ground here. They had to help me all handed glasses. You know the glasses that turn the colour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'd be wearing those three D yeah. glasses. Everything. Yeah. It's blue. Everything's blue. Close my eye when they get them glasses. Do you watch the one eye? One and a half D. One and a half D. One point seven five. Ray. Huddersfield. Huddersfield. Worried. I'm not worried about that game as such. I'm I'm just worried that um, it feels like. We got that block of games out the way. If we get off on the wrong foot, our fan base is just going to start going into meltdown. I'd say. I did write an article about people need to just relax, take yeah. games in the context, and believe in this, believe in this team. But I, 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 I sort of get where you're coming from. We, we were able to accept 
that we didn't win, 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 win over the last couple of games because we were playing against top top level teams. That's right, and the perform and and you know certain the the, the front three and things like. We're in, you know, comments early doors. We were in second gear, blah blah blah. At some point, we've got to put it all together yeah. and, and show yeah. that, like this, this is going to be a real title challenge. And this is in amongst this next block of games, we've got Arsenal, so that will provide its own little test because yeah. they seem to be on a bit of a roll. But outside of that, that game, these should all be winnable games. Yeah, we should be winning every one. That's exactly it, isn't it? It's it's if you want to be title challengers. This is where it has to happen. Exactly. So you, 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 we've done the hard work against the top sides that we came up against, and we had a tough run in at the start. But now is when you put points on the boards because over the run of the next six games, all of our rivals start playing each other in yeah. the way that, in the way that we played them. Well, you immediately the got Chelsea, Man United first yeah. game up on Saturday. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're looking at it and saying to yourself, okay. Do we do we get some distance between them now? And and that's and is that a half twelve kickoff? Yeah. 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 So so I think that's a that's the perfect game for us to have on at half twelve because those lads know a result, so they either know that someone's dropped points there, and they're saying to themselves, okay, we're going out against this other field side, we should be beating them. Now's a chance to put some some distance between us and and the rest of the pack. Mm-hmm. And if at the end of the next six games, I know it's in sort of a three and a. Isn't there another international break? Yeah, so there's four league games, two Champions League games, and yeah. the international break. Yeah, yeah. so we've four yeah. league games. So you're looking at a possible twelve points. Yeah. And I think that's the next step, stay in in the mentality change, isn't it? Well, this you know, is. I, I, they, do, do we go from you know. New, not yeah. maybe runs, but you know, top four to, to real contenders in this block. I saw somebody on Twitter there today who was who was replying to one of our um, messages or one of our tweets on from the main account, and and he was sort of saying, you know, I don't see this season as our season for a title challenge. You know, this is our one to bed that first eleven in. We can't. This is the mentality no. that we have of always no. betting in. No. This you have to take your chance. Leicester <laughs> took their chance. They just went for it, and they weren't worried about next season. They weren't worried if about an opportunity. Player. If an opportunity presents itself, you don't think well, we, it'll be here next year. Yeah. Absolutely, no, especially yeah. as City aren't going anywhere next exactly. season either. So why why do you think they're going to suddenly they're fall not, off? They're not. We we have to take the chance that we have. And, and, and our, in second season, Arsenal could could be a lot stronger yeah. than they've already. So it's well, in the corner. Let's just uh, the the block of games because we did put. A tweet out to say how many points are acceptable, yeah, right? Yeah. People are saying twelve. Yeah, I went for ten myself. In my head, ten is what, and it's not what's acceptable. It's the minimum we want if we want to have a realistic title challenge. Yeah, so ten is still title challenging. Yeah. Twelve, twelve yeah. is a statement of intent. Ten mm. puts you on two and a half points per game. Yeah, mm. yeah, which is what ninety-two points in a season, points. ninety-five points yeah. in a season. And by it's that still, point, by that point, you've played Chelsea, you've played Tottenham, you've played United, you've played Arsenal. Uh, not United, not sorry, yeah, City. City. Yeah. Uh, and you've got United we've, to come. We've United in de- early December, isn't it? Yeah. 9th of December or something like that. Yeah. I think it is. So you've played four rivals. Yeah. And then you've also got, but also in there, it's not just those four games. You've got two games against Red Star Belgrade, which we need to win. Absolutely. Yeah. Like th- those two games. Well, you need six points from those two games, without <laughs> question. That's not a thing to take four points from, because that no, puts you under no. pressure to go and get something in, in Paris. And when you're home, rem- the against, home Napoli. against Napoli yeah. as which well. Which could be tricky. Yeah. You want to yeah. get your six points. Well, what really did it for us in the group last year is we picked up the six points in those two middle games, mm. and it allowed us to go in knowing that one yeah. more win in the last two games more or less secured our route. Yeah. Ten points, I think, sees us through that group. Yeah. I think Red Star actually takes something off Napoli. To be honest with you, maybe, maybe, think but, maybe. but Napoli's already played them away, haven't they? They haven't played. Them it doesn't home. matter. I still think Red Star have the ability to get at Napoli in the same way they could still get at us. Mm. I think Red Star are probably the sort of team. I'm not just saying it because Paris bounced off them, but they are the sort of games that PSG 
will murder teams in. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'll, they'll, so and and I don't think you don't you don't really want the Napoli game at the end coming to a kind of a do or die situation. No, what's, what's going to get a draw in Paris would be perfect. It's in the middle of you know it's in Dece- it's falling into December. In December you've got to play Everton, you've got to play United, you've got to play Arsenal again, you've got to play City straight. You know so yeah, there's, yeah, no, I there's, get you. I get you. Like, I didn't actually realise that, and it is just obviously the way the season is. I didn't realise the Champions League games were finishing in December. I thought they were finished late November, but they're not. It's 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 early December, it's the fourth yeah. or fifth or something. Mm-hmm. So December, like it? it's 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 already kind of businessy part of the season. Yeah. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Well, it's 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 this part of the season that determines whether you are going to have a title run, yeah. yeah, or you are going to focus on making sure you're back in the top four for next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, this, 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 it's not so much make or break for your season, but it's make or break to determine if you're a real title challenger. It puts you in a particular <coughs> slot in the league, doesn't yeah. it? It's either you're challenging for top four or you're challenging for the league. Absolutely, we, we've seen we've seen challenge. teams kick off a season and and have a re- a reasonably similar start mm-hmm. to what we've had. Mm-hmm. Maybe not quite as good, mm-hmm. but you're looking at them going fuck they could be something this season and then their next six games is where they pick up seven points eight points and all of a sudden it's like all oh, right they're scrapping it out to make champions league yeah. mm. and the, the the lads for the title have have taken off mm. and we need to be with that if we go into december and in a situation whereby we are still either ahead by a couple of points or behind by a couple of points, yeah. Yeah. I'd be saying I'm very confident for the second half of this season because I do believe, and from, from what Peter said in his uh, in his thing on, on uh, Radio City, um, you know, the club have changed their mindset now. He has openly admitted his job now is to make sure that the club is in, this, in a position commercially that Jurgen Klopp can go out and buy at the very top yes. end of the market. Yeah. And mm. that's, that's a sea change in terms of, yeah. we've seen it with... with the players we signed this summer, we've seen it with Allison, we've seen it with Van Dyke, we've seen it with Fabino and Keita, but it's a sea change and that isn't going to be the exception. That is, that's now, in their mind, going to be the rule. Okay, so yeah. let, let me yeah. wrap down with the. With I'll, I'll drop a <laughs> oh, no. I thought you were referencing another podcast. I thought no, he was yeah. just going to actually rap. <laughs> I told you about this before. I thought he was going to do a rap. I told you about this before. going to do a rap. The Anfield rap are a superb <laughs> Liverpool podcast. If you're not this, watching this them, subscribe. Here. Hang on. Um, Fiverr a month them. is probably the best Fiverr month you're going them. to spend. If you're, if you're watching this on YouTube, you better be fucking subscribed <laughs> to our podcast. If you aren't, I'll find out who you are and I'll come to your house. I will. And you don't want me to come to your house because I'll eat all your food. And so will Gav. Yeah. We're very nice. We'll yeah. come in and watch telly with you. And, and we'll subscribe you. Yeah, we'll get on your PC. Yeah, you won't be able to unsubscribe yourself. Oh, so That's why, how it is. Why, why are you chastising me? You didn't, you didn't chastise Steve about his on, on Radio I'm, City, did you? Or the Anfield Rap, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been on, I've been on the Anfield Rap twice this season. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I've, I've heard Neil Atkinson is actually putting in a transfer bid for have me. They, is he, to be honest with you. Have they? Have you? Have they? Yeah. Yeah, Gav's going as part of the Have they officially dropped Steve Brown now? Yeah, I'm the new Steve. Uh, I, I'm known as Irish Steve now. They just call me Irish Steve. Yeah. It's the same what they said. Listen, so don't play me, Andy Heaton. And I, I can only come around. on if I bring a team me. of lawyers on after my opening set. With, uh, when they were lawyers are lawyers. You only do live shows anyway. I'm on. on. I love the live events. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they get cause itchy around you. Get nervy. Nervy. Just to do a pet. So remember what you said. Subscribe. Subscribe to the Anfield Rap. Uncle Ped's Guardiola <laughs> and his cousin <laughs> Dr. Fuentes <laughs> Dr. Sal Butamolio yeah. <laughs> Blue Hammer <laughs> Anyway, um, so Gabriel, 
Liverpool playing Huddersfield. Prediction, please. Three nil. Two. Liverpool. Okay. <laughs> Ray Dickel. Um, I'm going to say four nil Liverpool. Four nil Liverpool. Yeah. And who's scoring? Um, I'm going to say uh, Bobby with a couple. Yeah. Um, Lovren with a header. Right. And. Andy Robertson. Excellent. I'm going to say Robertson is third bird. Ireland Steve. Irish Steve. Irish Steve in the house here, yeah. Um, <laughs> three, three, three or four nil. It's amazing. He's he's so relatable to all the, the Liverpoolians. <laughs> They're getting picked up in his car yeah. with a butler <laughs> and tea. It's Jaguar. Hang it's on Jaguar. People from Liverpool are Tories, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> no? No? What? Oh, stop. Um, yeah, I, I think... No, I don't I don't see them scoring. I think we get a clean oh, shot. I think it's another shutout. Um, <laughs> yeah, tr- actually, I'm going to revise to 3-0, and I think Van Dijk scores a header from a corner. I think uh, Adam Lallana comes off the bench to make it 3-0, and I think Bobby scores one. That's my thing. Okay. Yeah, it's completely made up now. Excellent yeah. stuff, right? So a clean house of wins. Yes. Yeah. Just Bit fight, fight and win. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, fight and win. But what's the meltdown if Huddersfield go yeah, what on? Do you think? <laughs> what do you think? Are we, home, are we home or away? Away. Away. Nil all draw. Defence back solid. Imagine rubbish up front. They're all not for it. Sakaza. Anyway. That's it. Listen, thanks for watching tonight. Um, well, it's not. Thanks for watching. We stick this out on YouTube. Might even go out on YouTube. Depends on how busy I am over the next two days. Um, but you will be listening to this because you have subscribed. And if you haven't, I'm around your house and I'm making you subscribe in the fourth instance. We are across the LFC Day Trippers. Coming along this week, we have the cop table on Friday who preview the Huddersfield match in much more detail. I think they might even have found a Huddersfield fan. Wow. Could be a Brighton Patrick fan. Stu- Patrick Stewart's a Huddersfield fan. Yeah, who? If you think his name is Mick Colchester. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mick Colchester. Colchester, big Huddersfield fan. Mick Colchester, middle name Brighton. Mick yeah. Brighton Colchester, <laughs> Sheffield, uh, is the Huddersfield fan on this week's. Chef is this week's uh, rival view on the cop table. Um, the Fatback Four are back on Sunday, but we have a final whistle with Steve O, Irish D, and uh, Scouse Dave. Um, yeah, on Davy Thompson. Yeah, after the game on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, is yeah. that seven o'clock on Saturday Sorry. at? Uh, Five o'clock, mm-hmm. Philip. Yeah. Five. So well, it'll be after the game. The games are three. No, that will be half, half five. five. The games are half five. Yeah. I was on the fucking website today and it said Liverpool's website. <laughs> yeah, you, you were also booking flights to go to the West Ham no, home yeah, match in true. February. Yeah, yeah. So no, 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 it's, uh, honestly, honestly, no, if you're going to take out if you're, if, you're, if you're the man that we're relying on for when the fixtures are on, <laughs> we are banjo. <laughs> no, Season <laughs> 14, 15. No, so I'm booking that West Ham okay. game. I want to go see where you've been. True story actually happened. Oh, you messers. West Ham always. So that's why Andy sent me a text asking. Could uh, I get any tickets for the West, West Ham game? game. <laughs> and Ray is looking at it going, this is a wind up. I'm not even going to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, listen, this has been... 
Yeah, uh, funny enough, it says half five. He's looking at the Colchester fixtures. There's somewhere, I was looking at it in work today, and there's somewhere that's still showing. You sure it wasn't the Cardiff Blues? No. I'm Brighton. No, it's definitely Huddersfield, because I literally I literally had texted Tomo and said to him. So about half seven. Yeah. Yeah, seven yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, I think David right. puts his kids to bed around then. Yeah, well, they'll the kids can be fucking staying. <laughs> be staying up or on the pod, one or the other. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Um, so that is the pod. As, again, please subscribe on YouTube. It's very easy to find us. It's youtube.com slash LFC Dateshippers. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on all the podcatchers. Um, if you're listening to this, you've either click, click the play or you are a subscriber. If you know someone who listens and only clicks the play, get them to subscribe, get them to follow the pod, get us on Twitter, get involved. There's going to be a lot more articles. Steve's got one coming out. Gav has one coming out. I'm writing on a regular basis. Jamie is Jamie and me are going to have an <laughs> um, UFC style write-off. A write-off. We're having a weekly write-off where we're going to pose oh, ups of views to a single issue on, on a weekly basis. That should be, could be good fun until it gets physical. Um, and then that might also be Actually, a pay-per-view if you event. Want to, I'm telling you now, if you want to build subscribers on our YouTube channel and our fucking uh, Twitter page and whatever else, a charity boxing match or UFC fight with you and Jamie <laughs> oh, is yes. going to go through the roof. I will facilitate it. I will I make it happen. It. We'll have it. Come here. Anyway, that's the main thing. Anyway, subscribe to all the stuff, right? We've got lots of stuff happening on the website. We have got our shit together. There'll be something happening in the next few weeks as well. And we've also got something where we're, we're actually building something quite big um, in aid of the Sean Cox GoFundMe as well. So we want to get on there. It does a GoFundMe. If you can go on and donate, do it now. Um, the links are on the website. You're seeing a post around. But we're also doing something as well which we do want you to dig deep and help out with as well and we'll have more information on that next week so as I said uh, cop table final whistle and then the fat back forward the next few shows coming up and then we're back here next Tuesday I think it is Yeah. because um, I don't think it's a Champions League next week Wednesday, Wednesday. we'll be here we're back Tuesday. here next Wednesday um, after the Champions League game which is this anyway like God bless and we'll talk to you next week People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.